0: Third question, to decrease cyber incidents impacting the business and individuals, should we focus more on stopping bad actors or educating our public? Charles, let's start with you. Yes, I believe we need to spend more time educating the public. (laughs) We have already spent enough money on the technology and all the other stuff trying to stop bad actors. Educating the public is so important. As you know, in cybersecurity, your weakest link is generally that employee or that individual within your organization that has those rights, that has that access, that knows about the internal workings of your company. And those are the ones through social engineering that are causing a lot of the mayhem that we're seeing within the cybersecurity space. I often try to bring it home by talking closer to home about the individuals right within our family. Uh, my mom, for example, she gets alerts on her phone. She's like, I don't know what that alert was, but I just clicked okay and it went away. <laughs> That's not the fix. <laughs> we need to start educating people and helping them better understand the threats that are out there. It's just not enough to say, don't click on that email or don't give away or create a strong password. I think we need to do more and spend efforts in actually educating people about the threats that affect the enterprise in our organizations. Um, I will speak for mine. You know, Within the government, we have our annual cybersecurity training And yet, in spite that someone still goes and does the thing that they weren't supposed to do. And what we do is we tell them, well, in order to get back on the network, you have to go take the training again. Well, if that training didn't work the first time, (laughs) it's probably not gonna work the second time. So spending more time investing in training that meets the needs of the users. And I think, and I've spoken to this in other forums that oftentimes I think that's where we go wrong, You make the training so high level talking about policies and all these fictitious scenarios instead of giving people real world scenarios of how actions that they're taking and things that they're doing impact the overall cybersecurity hygiene of your organization. And when it comes to our families and individuals, it's the same thing. Are we changing the passwords on our home routers? Are we making sure that we're VPNing when we're in public workspaces, but not just saying it, but educating on people on the importance of it? why it's important, why you should do it, and then taking that same education and sharing it with others. I think when you get a laptop, just like when you do a car, I think you should be giving a user manual (laughs) on how to keep yourself secure. The user manuals are online, so you got to get online first. (laughs) So let's kick it off to Jax. I'm excited to hear your answer. My first pass, and I'm throwing under the bus on this, she's a military person. She's going to shoot the bad actor. Am I right or wrong?
1: That's so funny. Well, that's funny because I thought about this and I want to say both, um, because I think both are critically important because we can't stop defending the threat we can't, we can't negate and say we need to just focus on education because technology and the adversary are growing at such a rapid pace, however, and this will this is something we'll talk about a little later is where do breaches usually start? And they start with human error, technically, a lot of times. Now there are zero day vulnerabilities and things like that, but the likelihood of those happening to a network are a lot less reduced. And the reason being is threat actors know that the weakest link is a human being. And we're talking about, I like what Charles said about like the network and the infrastructure. I want to take it even a step lower is educating Our children, starting at the lowest level and start implementing this into schools at the lowest level. An example I use around this is: you know, we all know what to do if we get caught on fire. We stop, drop, and roll. We all know that. That is the saying, but none of us, I'm pretty sure, have actually caught on fire. However, we all know what to do, but when it comes to a phishing email, we we use the term see something, say something, but that even in my mind doesn't correlate to a phishing attack or a possible social engineering attack. So we need to start simplifying the training and really leveraging and getting the students and the employees and the staff and leadership to understand what does it mean to be breached? And then start doing it outside of just doing phishing email attacks in classroom studies, like engaging them, showing them what a breach looks like. How easy is it to do a spray and pray technique? And then what happens to your computer when that happens? So I think both, but if I had to pick one, I would definitely say the human aspect is the most critical because that's where we see most of the vulnerabilities take place.
2: Very, very fair point. So Max? Well, uh, I'm going to have to go a different direction on this one. Uh, I don't really think it's either, and here's why: the we're not going to stop the adversary, the bad actors. There's tons of juvenile delinquents out there. I used to be one, and I'm going to attack something. Uh, so we, we're not going to do away with it. So we have to recognize that that we cannot do away with the bad actors. In fact, we're educating the bad actors and teaching them how to attack us. Thank you, Microsoft and Patch Tuesday. <laughs> uh, we, and educating uh, our the public is very important uh, as like we are doing right now. But more than the public, I think that, and we talked about this earlier, leadership, it starts at the top and, uh, whether we look at organizations or we look at our national leaders, Congress is a perfect representation of how little people know about cybersecurity. And so, I'm begging everyone: write your Congress uh, <coughs> representative uh, and tell them we need more cyber uh, experience in your staff, because they're they're going to create laws in the very near future on the blockchain and. It's- quite possibly going to stifle innovation because they don't know a darn thing about cybersecurity. So if we're going to to really focus on who we need to talk to and enlighten, we need to work with those leaders and help them understand uh, cyber speak, not necessarily geek speak, but we have to under- help them understand the risk so they can make well-informed data-driven decisions. So please write your congressman or woman and let them know we need more cyber. Awesome. Deidre, bring us home.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, how do I go after that? Hello, that's the answer. <laughs> if anything, if everything's you know, anything, the law is how we move, right? Rules, if you will. So uh, Max, you nailed it. That being said, I'm, you know, feel the same way as Jax did is what, you know, it's both, you know, technology advancing, attackers advancing. The only thing I'd say is that, or add, is that it's relatable Charles Charles said we don't have relatable training we don't and relatable means different functions different people different backgrounds they all need different training it's not relatable it's not really working and as Jack said what do you do once there's a breach how do you even you know report it where do you report like none of that stop drop and roll I love that is there uh so uh that's it for me